there's plenty to talk about. I got a lot of things to say, but I feel like I can't come think on. of anything. There's nothing going on in the world right now, right? Let's think about it. You know, let's put a pin in all my ramblings. We'll get to that when we get to that uh, emotional weather report. Since we're current now on this podcast, finally, mm-hmm. uh, we are literally seven days out from election day. How you feeling? Max. Oh, I'm feeling great, feeling optimistic, hopeful. It's like 2008 all over again. Yes, we can. You know what I'm saying? When they go low, we go high. And uh, it's still as true today as it ever was. No, I mean, obviously, like, I'm bracing myself for impact because no matter what happens here, it's going to be a fucking nightmare. Um, and we can get into this later, but I watched, did you watch In Search of a Flat Earth by Folding Ideas, Dan Olson? No, no, it's on my watch queue, but it's like, it's daunting. It's very long. So I was like, oh. It's an, it's an hour and 10 minutes. It's like a short film. Uh, but it, what, what it does is it starts off with, you know, like getting into flat earth theory, disproving it immediately, then talking about why it is people believe that, and then connecting flat earthers to the larger QAnon conspiracy. Basically, mm-hmm. they're one and the same. That Venn diagram's a fucking circle. Um, and he's just talking about like, yeah, crazy, I know. But I mean, he's basically like what the video is about is like talking about this evangelical belief that, you know, like if Trump loses, um, then it's a fucking conspiracy that there's no way he could possibly lose. Mm-hmm. So if Biden wins this thing, we still all lose. Like there's still going to be violence. If he loses this thing, there's still going to be violence anyway, probably. So I guess that's what, the, you know, that. what, what I was thinking is like, well, there weren't riots when Obama was elected. You know, people mm-hmm. pretended like they were mad, and I'm sure they were, but oh, like it, it didn't go, it, it didn't mostly, get out of hand. It was mostly a bunch of dads just grumbling, like, "Oh, that goddamn Obama!" Right. So the idea that it would like electing Joe Biden <laughs> would incite violence is nuts to me. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, come on, what are we doing? What are we doing yeah. here? Well, there's know. there's a not insignificant chunk of the population that believes that Joe Biden is like a uh, a PizzaGate, you know, pedophile. Uh, uh, pl- Chinese plant or something. I don't really know what they believe. It's pretty much everything. That that was what the video was talking about. It's like a big conspiracy tent where any conspiracy can fit under that range of beliefs and still be true. It's a constantly evolving thing. Uh, no, I mean that. But I believe that. Like, like, there's no part of me that's like, oh, QAnon, flat Earth. There's never sh- the two shall meet. Like, obviously, <laughs> I that that middle part of the Venn diagram gets gets scratched in, but. I don't know. I'm I, 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 I'm feeling pretty shitty about everything. Like remember three weeks ago, thank you for laughing. because uh, we need the levity. I'm glad my pain is fodder for your fucking no, just a, uh, I'm feeling pretty shitty. <laughs> I'm not feeling great. I'll tell you this, like three weeks ago, uh not that you would know it from the release schedule of the podcast, but three weeks ago I was horrified. You know, three weeks ago I was looking up immigration to Holland and stuff. I was really serious about it. Like, oh, shit, we got to get out of here. And then I felt pretty good about things because, like, we, because the debate was fucking horrible. And then Trump got COVID. You're like, wait a minute. All right, we're feeling pretty good about this. Now I'm back to just dreading everything. Uh, They confirmed that Amy Comey lady, she's the worst. Amy Coney Barrett, yeah. Yeah. She's she's not great, you know. And they trotted her out there like she's just some unassuming mom or something. She's like, oh, geez, what are the five. uh, you know uh things for free speech oh what is that you know and like she's just a oh shucks mom (laughs) yeah Yeah, like like you're not the fucking supreme court but whatever that's fine yeah i don't know that that uh that scared the shit out of me also my favorite thing is she's like i'm a constitutional originalist 
Like, mm-hmm. have you fucking taken the time to examine what the fuck that means for a second? Like, if you're in a, if you're a constitutional originalist, like, you can't even vote, let alone serve on this fucking court. But, you know, black people right. free fifths and shit. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, an originalist, for anyone who doesn't know what that means, it's somebody, it's a judge who says, I interpret the Constitution based on what the Founding Fathers originally intended it to mean. Um, but the problem is, is that the Founding Fathers originally intended it like for it to be a living document that constantly like updated and evolved and changed. And like for her to try to interpret intent from 1776 from men that she obviously can't ask right. is a little bit, uh, well, not 1776, but you know what I mean? It's a little bit terrifying, you know? It's like, like what, what the fuck are you actually saying? You really wish that Washington had just like at the bottom of that fucker was just like, now stay in touch with this document, y'all. You know what I mean? Like, like just give us any actual like in writing, like this is supposed right. to be updated. Let it like instead of fucking believing in the future of this country that he had just birthed out, you know, because he was like, well, surely they're not going to need us to write this down. But that's the whole point yeah. of the Bill of Rights. Like the Bill of Rights is fascinating. That fight was about people being like, no, they'll, they'll get it. <laughs> and someone's yeah. like, nah, you got to write that shit down because if you don't, well, people are going to freak out. You just said something that's amazing, which is like, I, I, I love the idea of like the constitution being like just an actual like <laughs> anthropomorphic like constitution that's like living under Mount Rushmore somewhere. <laughs> just somebody you can go and like phone up to and be like, yo, uh, how are we feeling on abortion in 2020? <laughs> Uh, what's abortion? Okay, I guess it's still illegal. Shit. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, I, I, I'm i thinking of it like that, where it's like they just, because they didn't put it into words, like we're in this clusterfuck. Now stuck with a 6-3 Supreme Court, which I think leaves Democrats literally no choice but pack the courts. Um, I'm horrified. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, I just heard that there is one more thing that they can do, which is they can just change what kind of uh, cases the Supreme Court hears. So I, I didn't look much further into it than that, but court packing isn't like the only lever they have to pull, right. but like Democrats need to get fucking ruthless and like not compromise at all at this point. Yeah. What's the, what's the Sean Connery uh, untouchables, you know, we're there. We're, we're there at this point. We, we, we need to send more than one to the war. Pull a gun. <laughs> That's where we're at. You know, I mean, I was thinking this, that uh, if we want to just stick it to it, I, I, this is going to sound weird, but you got to follow me. This is one of my more, like, all right, Christian's becoming a villain in real time sort of things. But, um, you know, because Roe v. Wade's now, like, possibly on the docket, and 6-3 scares me, and, you know, shit could be infringed upon. And it's like this. I think if you were ever, like, if you ever visited a Planned Parenthood, if you ever went to mm-hmm. an abortion clinic and then changed your mind, yeah. Okay. There's the only people. Everyone else has to abide by whatever the law is, whether it's legal or whether it's not legal. But like, if you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna go do it," and then you saw like a fucking cloud that looked like Jesus holding a llama or something, then and you're like, "Well, I gotta have this baby." Okay. Uh, not even a baby, a llama. <laughs> a llama. Yeah. Like, let's, let's be clear. <laughs> that's a real miracle. Jesus with a baby that scans a llama. Why? Miracles. Just a full-sized <laughs> llama. It's kicking. <laughs> Yelling. I think I think if you were going to abort your kid and then you didn't, you're legally allowed to kill that adult. That's what I think. I think I think so, you have to make it. We have to make it right. You gotta wait. You gotta wait till they're of age. But then legally, because my point is this: like the only person wait, can create a life to is be a, murdered by their right. parent. Eight, you got to be eighteen and be murdered. <laughs> like Who absolutely. Does this benefit exactly? Well, it just it just like it, it, it what it does is in the uh, tomfoolery <laughs> fucking like it holds a mirror to society about what we allow, which is like we won't allow babies to die, 
but we're mm. fine with 18 year olds dying which by the way is on brand for us when we send kids to foreign countries to die without fully understanding what the fuck the implications of their uh, contracts are right. and stuff like that so it's like look that seems as american as fucking cherry pie it sounds bad but fuck it no more abortions let's just kill 18 year olds that's like the the longest uh, late-term abortion ever 18 years later so wait you're saying no more abortions though for actual babies no, I'm saying that's where we're heading. So let's oh, try to like let's heading. let's get it. Let's get like one last left hook in there before it's taken out. Which is like that's fine, but passed with 51 votes. Like, like. Uh, addendum on the bill, just attach it like <laughs> it's a little quiet rider, a little footnote. But you are legally allowed to abort your child at age 18. But why not? Why not? Because think of, if you take that further. Like let's say, let's say okay, you and I are hanging out, and mm. we're in the subway. And then, yeah. uh, and then, and then, and then, someone pushes you into the fucking subway as a train's coming up. And I, like, like Keanu Reeves in that first Matrix movie, I'm like, I jump down there with you, and then I, I get you up, and I mm. save your life. Yeah, I should be able to murder you whenever I want because you, I, without me, like, you don't exist. <laughs> so, you know so what I'm thinking saying? of it in terms of like a grand cosmic scale. Yes. Like, like the scales are unbalanced now. Like you owe a life because you saved a life. Yeah, and I should be. I'm not saying I like will. Some Faustian bargain you made with yourself. <laughs> yes, exactly. The devil popped up in a little tuxedo and a pitchfork. No, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying that because, like, last night I was I was talking to Dolores about like what's really interesting is like we can't break the laws of physics here on Earth. Like when we do the zero gravity simulation and shit like that, we either put you in a pool because that's like sort of close, or they do those halo uh, flights, right, where you get like six to seven minutes of weightlessness. And it's mm -hmm. just like, ah, so that's us, like, bending the rules, not breaking the rules. Because I, I have this, like, idea that it's, like, if you were to actually break the laws of physics, there would have, like, you watched uh, 112263, right? 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 Yeah, you know the answers, yes. Okay, no, but that's my point. It's, like, when you fuck with time, time fucks back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, mm -hmm. I, like I think physics are like that as well, where it's just, like, okay, well, if you actually were to break the laws of physics, there should be, like, this clusterfuck of things that start happening, right? Like, other laws no longer apply. And I'm thinking uh -huh. cosmically that's still how it works. Like, if I save your life, Mm. I have the legal right to murder you whenever I fucking want to. Why not me? I'm population control. I mean, I, I just feel like this started as like a, uh, you know, uh, a mirror to hold up to the hypocrisy of anti-abortion right. people. And yeah. it's more ended up being like, I just want to be able to murder whoever I want. Listen, not mutually exclusive. Like, that's, that's the thing about it. It's layered. You watch it two, three, four, five times, there's something else to take away from it. I can, uh, so this, I, this is like the Mulholland Drive of political arguments. Thank you. I mean, tell me, seriously, follow it to his logical standpoint. Why are you hating on this? Seriously. I, did, did I say I was hating on it? I'm just trying to understand it. <laughs> What's to understand? <laughs> like, <laughs> you robbed death. <laughs> it's final destination. But right, like, so it's Final Destination, so like uh, he sees the plane crash coming, he gets everybody off the plane, now they're all marked for death because they were supposed to die in the plane. And death yeah, is well, like it's a, Final Destination, but I don't owe anyone. I'm, I have an <laughs> IOU. So you don't have to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to do have it. You have an excuse to you have a mandate. <laughs> yeah, I, well, it's like... <laughs> Well, it's like, especially like if I have a bad day at the office or something, I just like want to, you know, release some steam. It's like, let I me can ask you kill something. that person. Let me ask you something. Let me <laughs> okay. ask you something. Ask Let's say something. that you're the one who pushes me in front of that train and then you save me. Does that give you? No. Okay. No, so but you can't like be. A, in the case of 
accidental or you're not involved in the initial yeah it can't be a fucking bug's life i can't be the cause of the crisis and the hero of the crisis like that's just lazy you know so So, all the the firefighters at 9-11 or whatever who who dragged people out of the the wreckage and like you know helped people and everything like they should have been taken down names yeah they should have been like yo you might see me in 10 years okay but you're making that's my point so you're making like this really interesting thing which is like we live in a society where we realize if you kill somebody you have the legal right to kill them right like or no 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 if you save somebody if you save somebody you have the legal right to kill them right and it goes into like a national registry or something so like think about 9-11 people which is like that detective who's on the case where all these like bodies are just showing up in brooklyn or something and he realizes the connection is like they were all there at 9-11 and like you know so you start thinking like how many people saved their lives you start looking at it you try to find cross references it's going to be very unlikely that everyone had their lives that detective would just like subsequently just stamp legal 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 on each one of those murders (laughs) well yeah but that's what i'm saying it's like you could be a serial killer who 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 has accrued that and you're protected by this really weird law that allows you so to you save, just you dedicate your, the first half of your life to saving as <laughs> yes! many people as you can. Yes! But you're taking down names, you're taking down information. You're fucking you should have seen it. audience just how excited Christian got just now. because you are like the light bulb went off. You fucking got it, which is like, listen, you spent like you're fucking around for the first thirty five years of your life anyway. Like, just get some fucking credit stored so you can cash in on that don't you want to retire with a little nest egg like go around killing people a nest egg of knowing i murdered people i saved before yeah sure do i get to take their money too oh yeah do i get paid to do this yeah well see that's the interesting thing you have to be careful about that because you could in theory (laughs) oh yeah you gotta be careful that's that's where the that's where the danger lies for sure it's like start taking out insurance policies Mm. Under, like for you and here's the thing that's not going to seem that weird it's only going to seem weird if you do it like three days before the murder takes place but if you right. do it like two years and you're waiting for that it's just like well he saved his life and he had nobody else like you know yeah it's like someone needs to be the benefactor someone needs to be the re- recipient of my wealth and estate so i think you just go around and start making yourself rich literally changing okay. charging the lives like into a dollar amount ratio right I mean, I feel like it it motivates a lot. I I don't know if it makes society better or worse. Uh, Well, there's no more abortion, and that's all that matters, right? The Republicans won. (laughs) I feel like you're just handing a win to Republicans because they're fine with, you know, 18-year-old and up getting murdered and killed. And, uh, you know, you save more babies. So. It really is a protest that only hurts the person who's protesting. <laughs> like, it does Pretty nothing. Much. Like, it does not – like, Republicans would learn nothing from that. They'd be like, oh, cool. You don't think they'd be they'd weirded start, out? They'd start making up reasons that they'd save so many people. Yeah, well, our tax cuts really saved millions of Americans, so now we can kill them, right? <laughs> so there's like, and then they'd yeah. pass a bill that said that they could do that. And then it becomes like a like what like a lottery situation. Like, do you think yeah. that like we could like listen? We're knocking on that door of fascism pretty hard here. A lot of things could go sideways. We'll see, right? But like, I always think about it all the time when we think about like the Hunger Games or, or the uh, the the lottery or any of those like stories where it's like we as a society, because we elect as a society a person to be like, yeah, that's Mister America, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't do that for other things. I think it's really interesting. Like, if we had to sacrifice one person in every cul-de-sac, you know, just to keep the fucking peace, just to yeah. keep everything copacetic, like, like uh, that's what I'm asking you. What's the, what's, what, what's your price 
you know, like for a perfect utopia, Medicare for all, everyone's happy, climate change taken care of. Here's the insidious underbelly. It's like minority report. You know, you're putting yeah. people away who haven't committed crimes and shit like that, but you have to sacrifice people. We're going back to Aztec days. Um, like what's my price? Like we we death price? note we death note every QAnoner. That's my price, death which is note. terrifying and terrible. But also, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good with it. I'm good with it at this point. Do you think that uh, at some point we split off evolutionarily? Like, 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 seriously, I'm not even joking. We consciously break apart from the rest of like the QAnoners and all the red. Yeah, you know? well, we've done versions of this before where it's like I keep coming back to that the time machine of it all where, right. you know, Guy Pierce. Well, I know there's an original H.G. Wells story, but I only saw the Guy <laughs> Pierce version. Okay. So don't come at me. But where <laughs> Guy Pierce yeah, the, goes the, into the Wells the estate is litigious as fuck. You can't be fucking around. You got to credit Wells. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, where H.G. Wells's Guy Pierce's character uh, goes into the future, way into the future, and yeah. the moon has shattered from moon bases, crashed to the earth, and driven half of humanity underground, where they turn into troll villain creatures. And the other half is up top, where they're just peace-loving tree people, just some avatar people, regular people living their peace-loving avatar lives. And it's like, is that going to happen to us? Is it going to be like a red state, blue state thing, where like we're all living up in our skyscrapers, and the oceans are fucking creeping up, and then, you know, we got some, like, aquamarine fucking red staters just hiding in their fucking submarines, <laughs> looking up at us through their periscopes. Little periscopes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Manhattan in the distance, they're like, fuck, <laughs> reds are coming. Maybe, I mean, it's certainly possible. I mean, I think about that all the time. I think if there was human evolution, it would be a lot of, like, it would be, um, like, need-based, right? Mm -hmm. Like, 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 like H.G. Wells presupposes, which is just like, well, if people were driven down, like, beneath the surface, they would not need sight as much. They probably, you know, like that, right. uh, what's that cave movie? The Descent? It's the like Descent. those fuckers. Like, yeah. those are humans, right? Humanoids? Like, I don't know, but, you know, they, they adapt it. Yeah. It's like, that's what it's going to end up taking. I mean, because, like, think about this. A man gets off the planet. Gravity's different everywhere, right? Like, if you if you don't use your muscles in proper gravity, you, your muscles begin to atrophy and shit like that. We see mm -hmm. that when you're like a, in a wheelchair, right? You're you got those right. like at polio FDR blanket because you don't want to show your little legs. Uh, and so it's like you're gonna have to. There's a new normal, is what I'm saying, okay? Like like you would you would have like you'd be weaker if you were on the moon. And that's the weird right. thing is like the like the you know you talked about skyscrapers. It's like socioeconomically, uh, we can see this already. The mm -hmm. rich live in higher, like, altitudes. You know, even in mm -hmm. L.A., L.A., it's like the Hollywood Hills. Like, hills, that's where everyone... Yeah. Right. And so, sky in Manhattan, the skyscrapers, he's like, oh, fucking super expensive, whatever the fuck. You know, and, and that's interesting to me is that, that, like, we just, like, sort of, like, internalize that. Like, the rich just sort of, like, take that kind of god-king status, and they've applied it through every economic and, you know, governmental structure to be, like a literal representation of where they are versus where you are. They are always looking down on you. Right. That's interesting. No, and that, well, that's kind of my point, which is just like, okay, but if we follow that to the idea of like, okay, uh, we, we, we red state, we blue state ourselves, uh, you know, New York and California with now like not having to pay into a federal system can use all their money like on a space program and shit like that, and they get to the moon. So again, it's like, oh, the rich – who are uh, using their education and all that shit to advance humankind, but it still puts us in the same like weird boat that we are in now, which is like we have education now, but we don't yeah. have by and large is like weapons training and like all the other shit that they have. So it's like, okay, we, we get to the moon 
And that's like, yay, good for us, but our bone density starts to go away. Like, we're even more ill-prepared for that war, inevitably. If the Reds ever get to the moon, we're fucked, you know? Right, because they're, they're getting the, the milk straight off the cow and shooting their, you know, AR-15s <laughs> out into an open field. They got open cow fields to shoot out into. We got nothing, you know? We're drinking our city milk and, and uh, shooting video game guns. We're not ready for this. We're not ready for it, but I wonder if... Uh, you know, like, let's say that happens, and then we just shut off communication for a minute. Because that's kind of like the comic book saga, right? It's like, there's a planet, and then there's a moon, and mm-hmm. they're warring. But they don't really know why they're warring. And I figure, like, okay, we do that. We separate as a race, and then, like, something happens where both of us lose the ability to space travel for, like, 200 years or something. <laughs> like, no mm-hmm. one's alive that's holding on to that animosity, but those are just aliens now, you know? Like, I, you can't trust those fuckers, and you can see them, and I don't know, yeah. terrifying. Well, I, I keep coming back to Borat, too, you know, uh, and just that, that scene with those two guys where it's like they're two regular nice enough guys, you know, like yeah. we're on an interpersonal level. They'll give you the shirt off their back. They'll help you out. But, you know, like when it comes to like broader things, they will they will vote, uh, you know, to take your rights away. Um, and it's just amazing to me like that disconnect. And it's because they don't see us as people. They've been fed this propaganda for years and years and years. And I'm sure they'd argue that we've been fed propaganda for years, years and years, you know. So I, I don't know. You know, I, I take back the whole death note, the QAnoner thing. It's not their fault. It's it's the rich, it's the richy riches of the world. You know, you got to take them out. Let there be a power vacuum. Of space. The king of the hill. <laughs> Moon. Gets up Moon. on that, and then that mansion first wins. Uh, I mean, I I think most of my solutions are space based. I think that's the problem. <laughs> like well, we, I, I, we really did land on something in that what episode eighty, the Roomba of racism or whatever, yeah. where it's like put put them on their own planet, you know, and then like it's a space issue. It's an intergalactic thing, you know. But I, I just don't. They're a little bit too close for comfort right now. I don't love it. Like in our backyards and yeah, to the right of us, like on our like same that. streets. That that's sort of the problem with the Civil War too. Is like. Like th- there would be rural states with or rural areas fighting uh, metropolitan areas within the same state. You couldn't divide it on state lines like we did in the Civil War, you know. Right. Well, okay, that's what you're saying. It's like it really is a battle from within. Like back in the day, we're like, all right, this is a line, and anyone on this Slavery's side. Slavery's okay down here. It's not okay up here. Now fight. Yeah, and there's like, some fucking joker, anymore. there's some asshole joker who's like st- straddling the line. He's like, "Look, I'm in really... the cute place once." Like, <laughs> he's got a slave was... in his right hand and a fucking like liberation I'm fucking emancipation. <laughs> <at once. laughs> just the whole ward, he's just hopping back and forth. No, I was just gonna say I want to be really clear that I'm not pining for the halcyon days of slavery when things were simpler, but I am saying that it is more complicated now. Everything is so fucking No, geographically, I agree, because it's like even New York. It's like, think about that. It's like, that's not a good position to be in, because upstate New York, by and large, like, pretty red. And so there's just this, like, island that can only be accessed by a couple places that's surrounded by this, like, ocean of red around it, you know? And, and they, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we're hey, good, good news. Actually, New York City, I think, is still, like, is still a pretty fucking solid place to be, because it's very defensible. And we still have those old forts and shit, you know, oh, yeah. the we got cannons. and everything. Yeah, we have the cannons, man. Bring back the cannons. Make America <laughs> cannons again. I don't know. I think that's, like, really funny because, like, you know, I'm from Puerto Rico, and Puerto Rico uh, has the forts still. And it's beautiful. It's this beautiful architectural marvel. You're like, fuck, the Spanish were like, 
let's kill some engines and let's build this so no one else can kill the engines, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you leave the engine part out, it's kind of pretty that this thing is like weathered 500 years and multiple hurricanes and all that shit, you know? But I have to imagine it wasn't as effective as like, cause like, have you ever been to before? You've been to like St. Augustine, right? Yeah. I mean, like I, I just was recently at like a couple of legit forts we have in New York city from like the 1700s. Okay. But that's kind of my point. Like, what the fuck that's not gonna save you like not now like i think the well, idea of, okay. like, we, we, i'm not saying we just take it as is with weeds growing <laughs> out of the stone and everything and the historical plaques like we bolster the shit out of it i'm just saying we have a defensible position on the water clear lines of sight multiple direction and i also like uh i read an article on vice i think it was uh which is not like you know a bastion of journalism by any means but it was saying like what would happen between the boroughs who would win the most and and they said it was the fucking bronx now bronx is our neighbor to the north so because they are so defensible kind of protects us from the rest of the state if bronx gets on board which they would well they would know like this is how game of thrones starts like the fucking aoc is like the leader of the fucking bronx revolution and shit like that she knows her select her president i know she's not 35 i don't give a fuck she's doing great it does genuinely seem like she's gonna be the first female president right maybe not first maybe kamala does it first i don't know how old she's gonna be but it does feel like that's a future president you know which makes me pretty excited but let me ask you something i'm gonna get off the aoc because my point is like she would then know her position and like parlay that into like a fucking cabinet position at the very least but all right let's say war breaks out right like day after the election but this this could be speculative fiction that comes true like they're going to be saying max mccarty is a little less of a podcast or a little more of a fucking prophet okay so tuesday happens the election stuff happens someone wins and it upsets a bunch of people and another civil war is ignited and then uh you know the president of the rebellion who i guess is like bernie and aoc at this point like in their war bunkers and shit like there's one man for the job and then they call you and then Mm. you're the general of the you know the second civil war you have you have to fucking you have to grant and to come to sherman this bitch so let me ask you what and 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 keeping in mind what you just said which is that this isn't like oh hey we just got to march fucking north and take the things it's strategic like to win the war you got to be you got to take defense positions now new york is already heavy blue so you have that armored but what is the first you know position of fortification like what's the most important like if you win this city you win the war okay so so what i do is none of those things i i immediately imprison the entire democratic and republican party and i say hey we're pulling in oscars 2020 we're having no hosts this year um and we're just gonna see how it goes just see what happens with no leadership and it'll just be like a good a test for about four months. Just see what the fuck happens. Okay. Well, anyway, meanwhile, are you playing that hippy dippy shit? President <laughs> Mitch McConnell has taken Denver, which I no, think is he's, he's the in one. fucking prison. Like immediately, I'm imprisoning no. him. You think every there's senator, no fucking prison on earth that can hold Mitch McConnell? Like, what are you talking about, bitch? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. He's he's looks like he's on his way out, man. He's all bruised and fucking. He's got that Dumbledore disease. And... What's up with that? Like, what's going know. on with that? I don't know. Who, who do you think was uh, the Snape in that situation then? Like Lindsey Graham. The Snape yeah. in that like situation? Yeah, like someone had to put the fucking, like someone's got to be like, <laughs> like Severus, please. And then he uh, <laughs> gets him with that one Do you think it's thing. like Lindsey Graham or something? <laughs> I hope so. I need it to be. I need that guy to redeem himself. Like, the Yeah, whole we time. need a redemption arc for Lindsey Graham because <laughs> he's still like saucy and funny, but he's also like an evil fucking hypocritical son of a bitch. So it's like, I don't know how to feel about him. 
I, I'm conflicted. I agree. Like he's well, he's, he's like not he's, a, he's not a turtley charisma vacuum like McConnell is. McConnell is so easy to hate. Well, in Kentucky, like who gives a fuck? But Lindsey Graham, <laughs> Lindsey goddamn Graham. Yeah, hey, he's constantly he's flirting with America's. Minds in 2016. Yeah, he's, he's flirting America's with sweetheart. with America's sweetheart status at all time. That's the thing. <laughs> like, and I like if you could be like, hey, don't normalize Lindsey Graham. He's an evil piece of shit. I agree. And yet, yeah, pretty much a sweetheart. All right, he's a babe, a total babe that I like want good things to happen for but not at the expense of other people comedian al franken like he did say that like the funniest person in the senate other than himself was lindsey graham lindsey graham literally speaks like a character out of gone with the wind like Mm -hmm. like he's got a one-liner that's also era appropriate like he's got a civil war one-liner ready to go and it sounds really adorable i don't know in the same way that like Sometimes we look at the Southern accent where, like, the Southern accent denotes lack of intelligence, which is unfair, by the way, but that's what we do in the world, okay? And then sometimes you hear it, and it's the equivalent of a British accent where you're like, that motherfucker's classy as fuck. You know what I mean? He's got a monocle. He's like, let's retire to the the smoking room. That that sort of Kentucky Fried Chicken Colonel kind of accent that that Foghorn Leghorn, basically, yeah. Yeah, that that (laughs) genteel, like, let's let's have some blueberry pie. Yeah. Sit on the porch, tell some stories. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, smile. like, Mitch McConnell gets out of prison. He takes Denver. And I think, like, you're, you're, you're trying to say, like, look, I'm going to be an authoritarian and then, and then step the fuck away. Like, which I appreciate. You're like, someone's going to have a strong hand just to jail everybody and then say, fuck it. Let's just walk back and see what happens. Right. Like, and I appreciate yeah, but, it. Like, my, my Varys in this situation would be visiting AOC's Ned Stark in her chambers <laughs> and be like, yo, like, what, what do you want me to do? Yeah, like, what's up? Like, what, 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 whose palms do I have to grease to make this happen? <laughs> like, I, y'all motherfuckers ain't ready for that. Like, because I think it could happen. I, I, well, I'm excited I'm, I'm just about saying, it. Yeah, like, just think about it. Like, everybody's bracing for it. Well, it's either going to be Trump or Biden. What if it was neither? What if it's no one ever again? And then Russia invades and China takes the other half. <laughs> but wouldn't that be kind of cool if there wasn't? I mean, like, I think the, the problem is this. Like, every structure that we have in the world has a top person it has like a a person who's responsible who's accountable you have a job you have a company there's a ceo but beyond that micro right like you're a floor manager like like all these things that uh, denote power structure and so you can't just have a country without like a person at the top like even countries that do it better than us like i think like england even though that shit's a shit show i think they still do it better than us for the most part they still have to have a pm like, there still has to be the person, the fucking mascot. And it's like, I wish that we can maybe make the presidency that. It's like, if we want someone just to be like Mr. America, like literally, like it's a fucking beauty pageant, they go around for a year, like going to countries and doing this. Like, it, fucking it go for like, it. It could be like American Idol or something. We just audition a bunch of people to be face of America. Yeah. You know? Oh, seriously? Then, I mean, like, you could have like the cringe auditions and like, just <laughs> take all the super the first money two out weeks. of it. We get the highest ratings on the cringe auditions. <laughs> like, yeah, we all watch American then, Idol and American right. President now for the cringe. Then the 4chan, uh, you know, crowd or whatever gets William Hung elected as the first, you know, uh, president of the dissolved United States. He put in his time. I mean, like, let's be real. Like, that was 2002. Like, she we're bang, talking about 18, bang. yeah, 18 years later. <laughs> and like, now the, she, the eponymous she is America. <laughs> I just found this out talking about Amy Coney Barrett for a second, that there is no requirement to be on the Supreme Court. Like, none. There's not even an age requirement. It's fucking nuts. 
I saw a tweet that blew my mind where Let's someone was like, Young Sheldon, the show Young Sheldon, has been on air longer than Amy Coney Barrett has been a judge. Whoa. Right, because hold on, Republicans were talking to me about like, well, two and a half years of senatorial experience is not enough for Barack Obama. Like, he's inexperienced, but apparently right. not for a lifetime appointment. Or That's kind of crazy. President Trump. Right, zero experience. Right, well, yeah, all right. Like... <laughs> That was a failure to launch. Like, like the moon people try. They, they, their space race was gone. They've been cold for two hundred years. The first spaceship they put up there just like fucking fire on the tarmac. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just really tired of like seeing like uh, headlines where it's like a, a, a close association of Trump. Like I saw one recently where it was like Kaylee McEnany said that Biden was a great man in 2015 and it's like <laughs> oh newsflash they're all fucking opportunistic hypocrites like right. what, what, i don't need these headlines right now it's not helping anyone my mom was just in dc and she was like oh it's so pretty and i'm like yeah <laughs> like at what expense you know like uh, <laughs> i i think it's like the buildings yeah. are cool and shit like yeah, that but i yeah, agree got a lot of those slave statues which is great you know well, aka statues built by slaves so well, that's fun Dolores and I, like, because I need a mental pick-me-up, we've been, uh, I'm like, let's just plan our next anniversary, which is literally 340-something days away. Like, it's a minute. But I just need, like, a mental thing. And I'm assuming that the earth is going to be open. You know, maybe that's not going to happen. Yeah. But You know, so, something I appreciate and love about you is that you are always, you know, taking vacations. You're always thinking about your next vacation. You take <laughs> a lot of them. And I'm not, I'm not, like, saying that in a shitty way. Like, more than anyone else, like, you take advantage of your time and your resources to fucking treat yourself, you know? It's, it's self-care as much as possible. Not a lot of people do that. It's something. I don't know. I, I, I think it's really important to not be here all the time. And yeah. that became more true when I wasn't here all the time. And I actually went to other places. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're planning that. We're just, like, looking at all these, like, beautiful cities. Because we're like, okay, well, let's go to a place we haven't been before. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll do what we like. We'll do a couple of the things we've done before, but then go to one or two new places. And so we're, like, looking at uh, – she's trying to convince me to go to London, which I'm not, like, against. I know it sounds like a twist of the arm thing, but it's just, like, I would rather go to other places than London. Hmm. Uh, I, and, and I mentioned this before, but Dolores told me she said she liked London, but not the people there. Right. Like she does not like British people. She said they're all emotionally repressed drunks. Well, they carried on and fought the war. You know, the bombs were falling on. and shit. And 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 then the king and queen, or just the queen, I believe, right? She stayed there. They stayed in the no. It was both of them. That's what that whole king speech is about. Like <laughs> the bombs were falling. I got to give a speech, and I'm staying in London. Uh, you know, it's fine. It's cool. I, I'd say, you know, I, I think it's uh, interesting, but I was looking at like Berlin. Berlin looks fucking beautiful and Barcelona looked beautiful and all that. And then it kept bringing me back to the idea that like, okay, we fetishize Washington because it's like, oh, it's our Rome. The fuck? Like, no, it's not. Like, you know, like it's weird to me that New York isn't the capital of the United States. It should be. It was once. It should be again. I don't understand that because it seems to me the most like accurate representation yeah. of America. It's it's the melting pot. It represents literally every kind of American can kind of be found in New York, pretty much, which is crazy to think about, but it's true. My mom was uh she was telling me like, oh my god, D.C. is like every single window, every single block. It's Biden. It's Biden. I'm like, well, yeah, like D.C. is like 88 percent black. Like, and I'd be so surprised right. to see anything else, you know. But I was thinking like that has to be adorable for Trump. Anytime he goes anywhere, he just he's Biden, 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 Biden. It's like fuck. 
what did I ever do? You know, like I, I, I think some it might have been Lincoln Project, but somebody like projected a Biden twenty twenty thing onto Trump Tower. Just oh, to that's great. Him. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's what's great. I mean, like you get like he's getting to the point where like he was Teflon Don. Like nothing would stick. Every insult wouldn't work. And now it's like you can see things in real time bothering him and then like mm-hmm. him him having to like spend time trying to be mad about that, but being too stupid to really get the point across. It's wonderful. I don't know. Like that second debate was great for the Abe Lincoln line. That really cracked me up because it was yeah. like that was the equivalent of being like, Oh, this asshole. Like fucking A. I thought that was great. Um, but yeah, just even the, what's the other thing where where he turns to the camera? And he's like, uh, you know, this is about you and your family. And then Donald Trump's like, classic politician. Like, because he knows, like, in between debates, like, the whole plan of Joe Biden just looking at the camera and talking, like, mm-hmm. was really landing. And he's like, I got to go after that. He couldn't fucking do it. I don't know. I'm getting so much schadenfreude out of this shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see how much schadenfreude we get uh, if he gets elected again. Uh, you know, that, that's sort of the thing. That's, like, been one, the one source of comfort and joy that we've all uh, gotten, I think, in the last four years is watching those little moments where Trump gets triggered. But uh, let's be clear. I I, I don't know if he's getting triggered more often now because I keep reading, you know, like from the moment he was elected, I was reading articles. I was saying like, Trump's finally starting to crack. His White House is in turmoil. Everyone says that Trump is losing it. And that was four years ago. And we kept like reading these articles, like thinking like, is this going to be the thing? Is this going to be the thing that like, mentally breaks him down and it, it hasn't happened yet i just think that as a matter of course he he is a fucking uh goddamn reactionary loon um so i i don't put too much stock into it but i do enjoy it is what i'll say i, I guess what i'm trying to say is i don't i don't want to have too much hope about anything well i lost hope today i was walking in griffith park and um like i was walking back from griffith park and then a leaf fell on my head and i said let me get that leaf and then turns out not a leaf, it's a bee. Now, let me tell you something. On this very podcast, we've talked about, like, who fucking gets stung by a bee? You gotta be going out of your way to get stung by a bee. I was such an asshole about this. I don't know if you remember. It's some previous episode. Yeah, because I seem to remember not agreeing with it. Yeah, well, I was talking about, like, calm Chris and, like, nature, and you're like, yeah, good and bad. He gets stung by a bee, and then I admonished you for five straight minutes about how dumb it was because no one gets stung by a bee. Well, I want to eat that. Got stung by a bee, and here's the weird thing about that. I haven't been stung by a bee in, like, 20 years, so I don't know what the fuck a bee sting feels like. I didn't even know it was a bee. I put my hand on my head and moved the leaf I thought it was, and then all of a sudden my hand was on fire, and <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And then I see a little bee who's now on the ground, dying, I'm sure. Poor guy, I know. Poor little guy. But more than that, like, then I'm like, oh, I got stung by a bee for the first time in 20 years. That's crazy. And then, like, my mom, who, you know, is approaching her sixth decade on this, never been stung by a bee, apparently. Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? (laughs) Like, I'm against my own thing now. (laughs) Like... Like, like my mom never being stung by a bee supports I, my theory from a couple episodes ago, and now it's like, you know, we 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 always frame like uh, the global events and everything as being like sort of a consequence of the people at the top, you know, and it's like a referendum on them. But I think that really this year uh, is lending a lot of credence to the whole simulation theory that maybe you're the only real one in it, and that yeah. it's been a referendum on you, Bubby. <laughs> on me specifically. You start. You started off this year. In your arrogance, saying "Calm Chris 2020" this right. year, 
That was terrible. You, say, you talk shit about bees and people that get stung by them, and look. What's it wasn't happening. even. Yeah, it wasn't even I think like this is all on you. It wasn't even like, oh, uh, you want to make God laugh, make plans. It's like, I called God personally on his off day. <laughs> like, I knocked on his door, and I'm like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And he's like, all right, motherfucker. Like, and then he got me back. He got me back right. with his bee. The bee shattered me. I got to tell you, that was the breaking point <laughs> for me. So, uh, yeah, don't don't make any goddamn plans. Don't call up God anymore. Um, it's over. I mean, do you want to call up God right now? Yeah, I think we should. I mean, well, let's see if we can get him here. I mean, he's probably a little sensitive since the last time that you were <laughs> made to him. But hey, Almighty, Almighty, are you there? Uh, what? <laughs> Don't be mad at me. I was nice to you. I defended you. Max was the asshole. Max, Whoa, do you want to say uh, hi to God? Hey, uh, God, how you doing? Um, Christian has something he'd like to say to you. Uh, we've had some breakthroughs today, and uh, we just want to kind of clear the air a little bit. Wait, I already forgot the breakthrough. You might have to, you might have to help <laughs> God, me here. <laughs> hey, God, God, you there? Well, look here. God knows my heart, right? He, like, I don't even have to say the words. <laughs> like, That's right, my child. I love you, and I know every intention you have in your heart. That's what? He's a good God. He's a good God. Like, I don't have to waste any time on this shit. God, he was just saying off mic that uh, you don't exist, that you're a bitch, and that Ooh. bees uh, don't sting anybody but idiots, that you have to go out of your way to sting a bee or get stung by a bee. And then this guy goes and gets stung by a bee. Yeah, you tell but... me that wasn't you? Why created bees for the sole purpose of uh, weeding out? You know, Dar Darwin was right, <laughs> and to appease him, I sent right. out bees <laughs> to regulate the world. Okay, look, I'm not a great god, all right? Like I stumbled into a position of power, and I'm trying whoa. my fucking best. Whoa, whoa, well, I mean, do you have any retirement plans? Or are you trying to? <laughs> I'm still 65 million years away from retirement. I wish <laughs> I have no 401k. I'm fucked. You know how expensive it is to be god? The overhead. The production what is it? value? Tell, tell me. What is it? Clouds, mostly. <laughs> Clouds are expensive. Clouds, geez. I, I never would have thought, you know, just given that we're on one little rock in this crazy big universe. But look, well, man, uh, I, I'm worried about you. Uh, I think maybe you should think about maybe getting a successor. Take a vacation, you know? Take a few weeks off. Have in mind. What? Make me a short list. <laughs> This is, but, but, hey, but do me a favor, like, I'm smart, and don't, don't Dick Cheney this. Don't be like, sure, I'll lead up the search committee, and, uh, hey, Mr. President, uh, here's the, my recommendation, and then it's you to be God. I don't think that you, uh... Well, no, no, it wouldn't be me. I don't want this job. You'd have to be crazy to want this job, but... Maybe I like, want this job. I, I whoa, gotta tell okay, you. No, 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 <laughs> what, no, no, I can't no, have this no, job? No. Tell me why it's a bad idea. God's co-signing on it. Uh, bees, if you had any amount of power, you would be a supervillain. You've talked about this multiple times. Listen, you, may, you bring up some good points, but it might be those very points that makes it a mad genius idea. If Christian oh. was president, think about I it. I don't feel like you should be making decisions on what sounds too, like crazy enough to work without any evidence. Like, that's not a good... Uh... Wait, you're questioning God? You're questioning yes. the judgment? Yeah, you just asked me for advice. You want me to not give you advice? You know what? I'm, I'm done with you, man. Like, like uh, every time I talk to you, I was just trying to give Christian a little bit of humility, and now you're talking about promoting him to God. Like, Do what, I what need do you humility? I just want to know why you think that I always need to be humble. Because you, 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 you kicked open the door of 2020 saying, I'm going to be calm, Chris, and people who get stung by bees are dumb. And, and here we are getting promoted to God status? I don't know. Let's talk about this, God. You know, what? I, look, I'm on your side most of the time, but 
you know, like, I know, like, all right, look, God, technically, you made, like, a, like the car, right? Because you made man, and through the transitive property, you get, like, I don't know, legacy rights on every creation of mankind, right? Yeah, that's accurate. Okay, well, my question is, if that's the case, like, you know, we're, there's a virus going around. And I feel like that wasn't manufactured in a lab in Wuhan so much as it was manufactured in your, like, I don't know, boredom? Like, isn't, isn't he, Max, isn't he responsible for this to an extent? Or I like, would feel like he's pretty responsible for it happening, for sure. And, like, of all the times, like, like, why were you bored in this year? There was enough going on. You started off this year with Australia on fire. We have murder hornets still waiting in the wings. That's the Chekhov's gun of 2020. Like, <laughs> what, what's next? What have I told you? It becomes like a fucking like ESPN thing. That'd be incredible, God. I like that voice. You a 30 for 30 fan? Well, you know it. But listen, murder hornets in the 11th hour, they save America from the next civil war. I heard you guys talking. And I, by the way, I'm a little bit of a soothsayer. I can see the future. I'm God. Uh, and it's going to happen, guys. I got to tell you. So you might want to get your chickens uh, roosting or whatever that chicken saying is. Uh, you know. Are you saying that? We don't have chickens. <laughs> you want to get our chickens Does that mean lions. that we need to... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know how to talk to this guy. Get our chickens, Rustin. Um, all right. Well, we'll be ready for the murder hornets, I guess, to save us from World War II. Or hey, Max, do you, ever, do you ever, like, sidebar, um, do you ever think that this guy is just bullshit? Like, I, he's obviously got some kind of powers because he does sort of appear whenever, like, but maybe whenever he's just an invisible him. person. Like he's right. an invisible person. Like he's not actually God. We're just making that leap. Uh, what are you guys talking about? Give me, give me a second, yeah, God. Yeah, just give us this a private conversation, all right? Like, yeah, Jesus I mean, I Christ. Like he, when, when pressed, he immediately folds. Like, he doesn't know what is happening moment to moment. Well, I want to be nice. Maybe it's because time is irrelevant to an all-knowing space God, but... Right. He's, he's not looking at the minutia. He's like a real Reagan. He's looking at the big picture. Do you think that God, uh, I guess we could ask him, but I don't really want to have to hear him talk anymore. Do you think that God looks at us like we look at uh, goldfish in a, in a, in a like aquarium? Like with disdain? Because that's how I look at goldfish. <laughs> you don't believe in the magic of goldfish? G fucking God, I, I, a minute of privacy, okay? You're I always know, listening. Like yeah, yeah, God, can can you just just give us one more minute? I I don't know. I I think that this guy is like either uh you know just a regular guy who thinks he's God and is invisible, right. or possibly a voice you're doing, or no, maybe no. the Almighty. I'm definitely not, really not sure. that. Listen, I what's more likely that he's God or that he's somebody who is proclaiming to be God? And if that's the case, do we go all in on this? Do we right. double down? Do we split those aces and double down against the Dude, dealer and say fuck this guy might be the Messiah? Why not? It's a real Pascal's wager. Like, do we really want to risk it, you know? <laughs> All right, let's give him – do you want to give God an interview, or do you just want to send him on his way? <laughs> like, I don't know how much God – this religion, we, I like to treat it like the First Amendment. We try to keep things separated, but uh, – we'll, we'll give him a brief exit interview. Uh, hey, God, can you come back in here? Yeah, here's my resume. Uh, how you doing, big guy? You doing all right? Yeah, I see on my resume it says uh, the Almighty from uh, the beginning of creation to question mark. Yeah, I just I, I do have a question for you. Are you actually God, or are you just like an invisible homeless person? I am, as you say, I am. Uh, I, I I am the one who is called I am. Okay, this Nailed is it. clearing nothing up. All right, thank you for your time. <laughs>
All right, by God. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, bees. Anyway, my point is this. <laughs> you got stung by a bee. <laughs> got stung by a bee, and I think that we should uh, probably, uh, you know, go harder on the whole idea of bee colony collapse. It's a common misconception. It's not really happening. Uh, we don't need to save bees. We'll be just fine without bees. Look we it up. We should kill more bees. Yeah, I think we should. Wait. What's that? Oh, uh -oh. It's me, the uh, bee guy. <laughs> oh, hey, bee guy. What's going on? <laughs> Whoa, bee guy. Is, is that the same one who uh, stung me earlier, I assume? No, he's fucking dead. He's six feet under in Chino somewhere. That's really oh. awfully specific to California. Like, Max is not going to know where that is. Max, do you know where Chino is? I've heard of Chino. Do you want to go to Chino? This I bee's had a pair from of there. Chinos once. Are Chinos made in Chino? I'm, look, I'm not here to talk about Chino. I'm here to talk about bee business. Like, man, you're coming at me trying to talk about colony collapse. Those are my homies, man. Like, the fuck? I'm a bee. Wait, are you talking to me right now? Because I did not float this idea originally. This was all the other guy. This is the guy that killed your bee friend. Well, he attacked me, to be perfectly fair. You were probably asking for it. Well, way to victim blame, you fucking bee. I guess the bee rape culture is way more, like, fucking laissez-faire than it is here in the human world. Yeah, I was coming uh, in here on the side of the bee, and then he said that, and I was like, I don't, I don't know how I feel now. That's, that's not great. I'm sorry. I'll beehive myself. It's <laughs> a bee pun. Do you get All right. I'm just going to I mean, buzz you could have just said behave myself, and it would have still landed probably even better, to be honest. Beehive myself is just confusing because you have to explain it. <laughs> well, he just <laughs> – he, he could not handle that criticism, and he just flew away. 